the notes of Brahms' clarinet concerto seemed to come alive on the pages of the score. Benny Warren sat in his chair and thought he saw the notes laughing at him, telling him that he should be outside playing with the other boys in the park. It's a warm, sunny spring Saturday morning, one half-note said. Get out there and have some fun. Play some ball. You can practice another day when it's cold and rainy. We'll be here. Benny was eleven years old. He had large blue eyes, curly light brown hair, thin lips, and a small nose that had a slight incline at the end that resembled a ski jump. His hands and fingers were large, which made it easier for him to control the holes and keys of the clarinet. Benny stopped practicing and rubbed his eyes. I have to be imagining these things, he muttered to himself. I have to just buckle down and learn this. Benny was preparing to go to his annual trip to the Pine Falls Music Camp deep in the Wisconsin woods. He had been going there for the past four years since he was seven years old. His father, Harry Warren, had gone to the same camp over 30 years ago, and he wanted his son Benny to have the same wonderful musical experience. Benny's father was the band director at Bell Valley High School, and he was also the leader of his own jazz band called the Jazz Wizards that played in high schools, hotels, and retirement homes all across the Midwest. Benny's father also played the clarinet. Benny's mother, Ella, sometimes went along with the Wizards to sing a few songs. Oh, your mother has the voice like a silk stocking, his father always used to say. Benny remembered his mother would always sing to him when he was a little boy. She would hold him close. He could remember that she smelled like lavender flowers. I don't hear you playing, Harry Warren called to his son from downstairs. You need to have the Brahms piece prepared before you go to camp in two weeks. Benny started playing again, but his heart was not in the music. He liked the clarinet and he liked music, but he had a secret desire to do something else. Play Little League Baseball now You might be thinking that every little boy plays baseball, especially in Bell Valley, where local businesses sponsored many teams and the town boasted dozens of neatly mowed and beautifully maintained baseball fields. But not Benny. His father would not allow him to be part of the teams. Baseball should be fun. You can play the game with friends. But I don't want you joining one of those teams like Randall's Rockets. The league in this town ruins the game. The parents take it much too seriously, his father lectured. Nevertheless, Benny still dreamed of being on the mound and throwing a no-hitter against the Rockets, the best little league team in Bell Valley. He imagines the feel of the seams as he repositions the baseball in his hand before he throws a pitch. He hears the buzz of the crowd, and then the roar as he pictures himself striking out that bully Mitch Lujak who had been tormenting him at school for years. From his open window, he could see the Rockets were practicing across the street. The team was sponsored by the richest man in Bell Valley, Randall Schumacher, who owned a chain of hardware stores. He provided his team with the brightest uniforms and donated money to the park district to name the best field after him. The field's grass was always dark green, and weeds would not dare sprout there. He even brought in college coaches from the State University to conduct special baseball clinics for his beloved Rockets. What my boys learn playing for the Rockets will stick with them for the rest of their lives, he would always say. I help make them successful. 
Many of the Rocket's former players got jobs at his hardware store. Benny heard the unmistakable, booming, burly voice of Mitch Lujak on the field. Mitch was tall and powerful, like a big truck. Even from several hundred feet away, he could hear him boast that he was going to hit the next batting practice pitch into the tennis court behind center field. Benny looked out of the window in time to see a baseball soaring through the blue sky and bouncing onto the courts. Mitch began laughing. <laughs> One day, I'll show that, Mitch, Benny said. I'll show everyone that he's not so hot. But for the present, Benny went back to the Brahms, playing so intensely that he stopped hearing the sounds of the practice session drifting into his room.